What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Dropping Knowledge Podcast. I'm your host, Town Sai. Today, I got a special guest. This one I completely ripped from your most recent video. I think okay. you posted it yesterday. Yeah. The God of Dip, the <laughs> Duchess of Dip is a better term. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Duchess of Dip. Do you remember the others? Yeah, the, the Sultan of Snooze. The Sultan of Snooze, the, the Lord of the Lipper. The Lord of the Lippers, the, the Chancellor of Chew. The Chancellor of Chew. I got Jared Outlaw here at the office today. What's going on, What's man? What's cracking, man? Good Not, to be here. Yeah, man. Thanks for taking the time to come by. I know you're a super busy guy. We're, yeah. we're all pretty busy in the YouTube world. Yeah, yeah. So I typically would start this by like how I became friends with someone. Most of most of the other content creators that I'm friends with, I met just through like DMs and stuff. Yeah. So I had my van parked outside of my friend's Danger Clothes Armament yep. shop the other week, and you saw my van, I guess? Yeah. And just yeah, I found saw, my Instagram? Yeah, I saw the van, and I was like, it looks familiar. I feel like I've seen that on YouTube before, because I, I, I watched a couple of your videos Yeah, before. you probably saw it in like the DCA videos uh-huh. that I did, yep, yep, parked yep. on yeah. my range and yeah, stuff cause, like Yeah, because I got hooked up with them from just, I ended up went uh, to a local gun shop, and they had a 43X for me, and then they told me about them. Yeah, they, and then whenever they do, I showed like, up, I seen your van, and I was like, oh, maybe this is where he gets his stuff. Yeah, I, I've been a customer of theirs for, man, like four years ago. Uh-huh. I built a 19, and I got their brain texture, which you just got on yeah. the 43X. It's sweet. And this was before they were even at the location that they're at now. Mm-hmm. Um, I sent it out. I got it back. I did a slide, and I did like this, just full, like, like a dream build. Yeah. Super fucking Gucci. That's like. the one that you drew everything out, right? No, that's that's my signature pistol. Okay, so that's okay. the one that I carry. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I posted a video of that on my main channel at the time. My my channels have all been fucked up. Yeah. But it uh it blew up. It got like eight point six million views or something like Golly. that. Wait. So then they hit me up and they're like, "Yo, can we build you another gun?" I was uh-huh. like, "Hell yeah, dude!" Yeah. <laughs> so I got like a whole line of pistols from them. Basically, like that's. That's all that I'm interested in anymore now. Like I like supporting small businesses, which uh-huh. they are, and that's how I build most of my relationships. Yeah, yeah, they do good work. Their yeah. uh, their list is probably super long right now for people trying to get in to get stuff too. Yeah, I think it is, but at the same time, it's not as bad as some of these like really big shops. Yeah, like yeah, I think yeah. the turnaround, like I know you brought your 43x in for like an RMR cut. Yeah, RMR cut. That's all I was. I was getting done. And then you got I didn't know they pistol. did everything else. Yeah, they're <laughs> yeah. like, oh, yeah, check out our website. And then I go go on their website, and I'm like, holy smoke, I want to get all this. Yeah, I want that and that and yep. throw that on, too. It came out sweet, too. They, they they got, like, the cheapest RMR cuts. I think it's, like, 120 bucks yeah. for the cut and then a re-slide finish yeah. to keep it from corroding. So, yeah, I yeah, love those guys. Love all their pistols. Um, so you found me on Instagram, and then I was posting about – Travax, which is a company that I work with, uh-huh. uh, we, we released this uh, like carabiner thing. So yeah, I designed that's... this. And because Vax is in the name, <laughs> I got CDC guideline fucking like info yeah. things on all of my posts. And you're like, you, he DM me and he's <laughs> like, yo, what's up with this? And I was like, man, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, man, the, the CDC don't like it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, that was, I think, the day I got back. I was like, let me look him up on Instagram because I think I've seen your stuff before. That and, um, uh, last line of defense. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And then I was like, "Oh, are they close to me now?" Because you know I live in Colorado. Yeah. And then, um, and then I noticed that you were close, and I was like, "Man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit this guy up, see if we can do something." Yeah, Mike was here just the other week. I think uh, we did a podcast together. I think we have other mutual content creator friends too. Your Probably. friend, your friends with Matt. 
Matt. And uh, like the Texas crew. Oh yeah, demo. Yeah, yeah, demo, yeah. and yep, yeah, a lot okay. of those guys, a lot of the fishing guys down there. I'm friends with the Black Rifle guys. Yeah. So yeah, it's um, it's small world YouTube. I know. Especially with the the type of content that we create, you know, it's a lot different than, um, than you know what's on the trending page and stuff right like that. but it's, have it's you been still on, have you been on the trending page oh yeah you yeah have? okay I, I no have i yeah uh yeah a long time ago okay i've been doing youtube for almost 15 years so okay that, back when like the trending page actually was you so you've been i mean 15 years that's like youtube when they started yeah, basically uh-huh. up through the glory days when yep i don't know if your channel was monetized that far back but like, I, apparently it was good oh like, yeah it was, it was um I remember, because I made videos before you could even make money. I think it was, okay. I can't even remember when you could start making money. I think it was like 2009 or 10 when they kind of started the partner program. That sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. And I had my channel. I was doing like YouTube style stuff, but my, my camera, I could never figure out how to get it onto a computer. Okay. Like I had one <laughs> of those giant, it, it wasn't a full VHS tape, but it was like one of those little like, like a like a tape this big oh you were shooting on like a camcorder yeah, type yeah, yeah. Of thing okay like a big camcorder and you could put the tape in and i was like man i don't know how to get it to youtube so i was like recording yeah videos and i all i would do would just watch them back on my tv I would yeah plug, like the augs cord in I, I feel like a lot of people <laughs> like us start started that way because like i was always the kid who would i used to carry around one of those like that my yeah. dad had or something right. and i would film i remember this one video of like me and my friends flying remote control airplanes and stuff like that oh, yeah and then I'd plug it into our, at the time, big screen, like big fucking projector TV yeah, in the yeah. basement. And we would like watch it back. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, it, it's it's funny how all that stuff works out. Yeah, YouTube is, is uh, it's it's a crazy outlet for a lot of people now. And anybody can become a YouTuber. It's, it's um, you know, you get, I'm sure you too, you know, you've been on it for a while. But it's, you been, get a lot yeah. of people that are like, oh yeah, I'm going to start a channel. I'm going to do this, which is, you know, their idea is good. Like it's original, but 100%. then it's, it's the hard part of, of staying with it. Right. You know? J- just doing it in general. Yeah. I get, I'm sure you get it the same way I do. People are riddling you with all these ideas. Oh, either they're giving you ideas for your channel. You should make a video on this or that, yeah. or they have their own idea. And I'm like, okay, do it. Yeah. Like you just, you got a phone in your pocket, uh-huh. perfect to record, good, good enough audio. Like yeah. you can start, Yeah. but a lot of people don't want to put in that work. Yeah. And plus it's not just like, you know, personality is huge with, with starting a YouTube channel because people attract to your personality, but it's not only that, that you have to focus on. It's like the edit part of it too. It's a whole nother thing in itself. Yeah. Like with me, my, like the, the stationary videos that I do in my office where mm-hmm. I'm kind of just like reviewing something or I'm talking about a certain subject. It's the whole other, it's like a 50, 50 thing. One, I got to be entertaining, but on the other part too, I got to make the edit entertaining. Yeah. Do, and do you edit yourself too? I do. Uh, I go back and forth. Okay. So I've got an editor that, um, that does some of the stuff for me if I don't have time. Okay. Then, um, then I go back and forth. I had a full-time editor for like four or five years. I would yeah. jump around. It was okay. like my brother would, would, would do it for me and nice. then I would hire out to, to another person. But it's, since I've been doing it so long, it's sometimes I go to edit and I'm just like, oh man, I don't want to look at myself for this much longer. I don't, don't want to hear, hear myself. myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, and so sometimes I'll give it off to somebody else. And I've got, I mean, I'm a decent editor because I've been doing it for so long. I started on like, I can't even remember what it was called. I think it was called Cyberlink or something. Never Cyberlink Pro. It was like, you know. If, I think it came out when I was still in high school mm-hmm. and 
and then I moved to like you know Windows Movie Maker was was a yeah, huge one because yep, yep. you could just clip it and that's it you know and they would be like the roughest cuts ever yeah but and then before that I didn't even edit it was just like a one take and I made sure that it was like because um, you couldn't even when I first started you couldn't even upload it had to be nine fifty nine you couldn't even upload over ten minutes. Oh yeah, they uh, they changed that. Yeah, well, that was that, a while ago. Now, then they went but. to fifteen mm-hmm. minutes, and then from from then on, you could do pretty much however long. And now people are uploading four hour podcasts. You yeah, know? seriously, it's nuts. like feature like te- they they do a lot of uh, like ten hours of like the same song on repeat yeah. and shit like that, <laughs> or just like a, I know the, uh, the memes. My wife will uh, turn on those damn fan videos. Like she has to have a fan uh, yeah. when she sleeps. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So she'll turn on like a fifteen hour. Uh, fan sound or something like that could you imagine if a video like that was monetized oh yeah i'm sure they i'm sure some of them are <laughs> so you're just like listening to the fan as you're sleeping and then you get like a mcdonald's ad in the middle of it yeah i Probably mean maybe make bank <laughs> you, sleep, you sleep and you're like what the yeah. freaking ads get your mcgriddle yeah I know there's yeah there's probably some way you can turn off like the the mid oh yeah there is you can turn off mineral ads or something yeah like. yeah i know youtube's come a long way man it's it's crazy like that i i think about it sometimes i'm like i'm still doing it yeah, so I I don't I mean you and I are relatively new friends, so I want to know like what made you want to start uploading to YouTube, and then when did you make the jump? Like this is your your full time job now. You don't mm-hmm. like work a nine to five. You have your hands in a million other things, which mm-hmm. we'll talk about. But um, when do you think you like made that jump to want to post to YouTube? Did you have a reason for doing it? And then when did you decide like I'm going to do this full time? Yeah, I um. I, when I was a kid, I was always, I always knew I wanted to do some type of entertainment. Like I, I was big into acting when I was a kid. Okay. I did a million plays, uh, here in Colorado, actually. We, you know, I moved around a lot when I was a kid, mm-hmm. but always had that, like, I wanted to, to be a movie star or I wanted be on to TV yeah, be, be a newscaster or, okay. or some type of thing that I would just be able to entertain people. Like what? my my parents would have people over and I would just like I would prepare something like yeah. in my room by myself and then they would just, <laughs> they would all just be like hanging out and something and I would just go up there and I would just start entertaining them you know <laughs> it was like probably the most awkward thing well then you're but, right on track man like that's what you wanted to do as a kid yeah. and now you're doing it living yeah. it and I think um you know I did the plays and all that stuff and then whenever I was in high school YouTube just came out. Oh five is when it came out. But I remember when YouTube was like a dating site. It was like a sort of like how Facebook started, like a like match people up. Yeah, was it was it like that? I don't really know if it was completely dating, but I remember them it being like um, because you could do video responses and stuff like that. Okay, and so it was more of like, hey, I'm going to film like a one minute thing, and then this the all these other people are going to create these little video responses to me. Okay, and you know you had people meeting each other off of YouTube because you could there wasn't really many sites out there where you could see what the other person looked like it was yeah, all I, yeah. was it i am aim AIM, yeah, yeah AIM, yep. and all that stuff so that's kind of how it started and then it became like just people uploading cat videos or or yeah, you know that charlie bit my finger that's my like first remembrance of youtube like numa numa and yeah, like yeah, all yeah. those big fucking yeah. old old school videos yep. and then that's when you i think it was like 2000 and 2006 like the end of 2006 to 2007 it, well no i would say 2007 is when you really started seeing actual people create content consistently like smosh i think yeah. are some of the ogs yeah, and- smosh lisa nova i remember was she was like i think 
I think when I first started Lisa Nova, which a lot of people probably don't even know. Who yeah, she is, I don't, I'm not even familiar with that. She was like the number one YouTuber, and she had like twenty thousand subscribers. Okay, and twenty thousand was like insane. That's like nuts. You, yeah. That's like a stadium full of people. <laughs> so, it, it, and it is. It, it's hard to put that into perspective sometimes. Yeah. Like when you look at your numbers or my numbers, when uh-huh. you cross that one milestone, it's yeah. like, damn, this is like five football stadiums yeah. full of people. Yeah. Yeah. That, found my content and were nice enough to click subscribe yeah exactly you guys should do that right now by the way you should, you should. <laughs> yeah and we um i i just i remember go um you know thinking about uh in high school and stuff i was like man what am i gonna do in life I, i've always been stressed out on what i'm gonna do like like career wise yeah and i and even to this day like <laughs> i've accomplished a lot i feel like and i'm like man what am i feel like i'm a loser still like i i that's good man yeah that, that i feel like that's a good thing to have because when i made the jump from my full-time job mm-hmm. i felt like that it's sink or swim everything is up to you yeah and if you fuck up it, it's on you right like, no one else is accountable so i think that's a great mentality to have because once you get comfortable that's when you get complacent yeah exactly yeah and, and so there's many there's so many other people out there uploading regularly oh yeah. uploading better videos than we make mm-hmm. uploading higher quality stuff yep and it's all about that consistency exactly. just keep putting it out there yeah and i'm also the person too where i don't like to have a whole bunch of people like i've got a couple of buddies that do youtube and they've got a whole team around and they've got editors they've got camera guys they've got and i've had all that yeah but at the end of the day it's like man i just it's it's always hard to get to to give somebody else who's working for you your vision for how you want it to be done yeah and you can constantly be like hey do this instead do this instead and they'll do it but it's it's like you want you you always want somebody to be a certain way to to 100 to, to, to give it to the audience how you want it that's so I, I go through that a lot like talking about the editor hiring an editor would be probably the second person i would ever hire if i ever brought on a team of people uh-huh. An assistant first would be number one. Yeah, to do emails, phone calls. Like yeah. I don't have time for that shit. That's a that's a one thing people don't realize with YouTubers is you get a million emails a day on like, yeah, hey, you want to do a brand deal for this, you want to collaborate on this, you know. It, it, it's hard. It, it's that that's what takes my stress level up. Yeah. Like making content, filming and editing, that's all fine. But yeah. that stuff stresses me out. Yeah, it's a it's a whole another thing in itself. There's a lot of different aspects of YouTube that that people don't realize until they get into it and they start getting an audience and you're like, "Oh my gosh, it's a lot of crap." Yeah. And it's fun at first, you know, cuz like when I when I started YouTube, it was like I would film something every single day. Like I would uh, I, and nobody yeah, nobody at that point was filming every day, but like I could, I was vlogging. I was filming every day and not even uploading it. I was like, "Man, I just want to like when I started seeing some people do it. I was like, I can do this. Like yeah. when I saw Smosh back yeah. in the day, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to do this, you know? And, um, and it became a, a really fun thing. And I think the key to YouTube is always making it fun Yeah. where if it becomes a job and, you know, especially being a YouTuber, it's a great job. It's mm. a, it, you get to entertain people for a living. You get to teach people, you know, um, people go to YouTube to, as their college degree now, pretty much you yeah. know, with, with, when it comes to trades or, or just learning about something, you know, people just go on to YouTube to, to, to learn more. It, yeah. It's so. such a, a versatile platform for literally whatever you want to do. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I kind of get annoyed when people like, like what we were talking about, they have these ideas and they don't actually do it. And then a lot of people think that what we do is easy, mm-hmm. which what we are putting out there to the, the audience, it seems easy. It mm. seems fun, but that is just like a small portion of yeah. it. Yeah. So uh, talking about hiring an editor, I 
don't think I could yet because like you were saying, when I'm filming something, mm-hmm. I'm already like hearing a soundtrack of like the music that exactly. would fit with the video, especially like the adventure video type uh-huh. of stuff that I do. Like I know the story that I'm telling right. as it's going and I'm filming just like everything, but then I cut a 50, per, more than 50% of that shit out just yeah. to get the pieces that I want in order to tell the story yeah. the way that I remembered it. So yeah, being a YouTuber is like, you're the director, you're the producer, you're yep. the, you're the actor, you're the, you're everything, everything. When you're an actor back in the eighties, you know, you just go on, on a set, you know, your lines and you know, you that's get it. your sides and you, you just, and then once you walk off camera, that's it for you. But a YouTuber, you're, it's like, okay, once you walk off camera, then the work starts. <laughs> yeah. Then it gets, then it gets hard after that. Yeah. Um, yeah. so 15 years. I mean, that's a long time. That's like YouTube in its entirety. So what were some of your first videos like? Um, like what, what did you want to put out there when you started? I didn't even know. I would just do, I would, uh, I filmed, uh, like for instance, Smosh was out there and they were doing like sketches. Mm -hmm. And when I did a lot of my acting stuff as a kid, when I was in plays and everything like that, we did, um, remember that show whose line is it anyway? Yeah. So they would do like these sketch comedies and stuff. Such a great monologues. show. Yeah. yeah. And so I would just create, I remember I had, I had like six or seven different like skits that I had filmed and I would just edit them in windows movie maker where I would kind of, okay. and it, the, you watch them now and they're so bad. I don't even know if they're I, still up. Yeah. I was going to say, are they still on your channel? Yeah, I should I look them up. I don't know. There, I've had so many different channels over the years too, because yeah. like with, especially being younger, uh, and when YouTube was first starting, you get influenced by a lot of different people that are doing it the same. Right. So when I see somebody like, um, let's uh, uh, let's talk about uh, Shay Carl. Yeah. Who I don't know if you know who he is, yep. but he started the channel Shaytards, which was like filming his family, mm-hmm. and he decided to film every single day. Right. So then I'm like, man, I could do that too because I loved every aspect about it. So I was like, I'm going to start a, a vlog channel before it was even called vlogs. I think yeah. they called them video before it was vlog. It was video blog. So it's like, okay, well, I'm going to start a video blog channel, mm-hmm. and then I would start, it, and then I'm like, well, I don't want you know my the the people subscribe to me they're not used to seeing this type of stuff so i'm gonna start another channel for this and by the end of the day i've got six channels yeah and then it becomes overwhelming especially when you're the only person doing it i did like the opposite of that i took inspiration from a lot of people like i I, i've been making videos and putting them on youtube not on the channel that everyone knows but Mm -hmm. i would just post them there to share with friends and family i would do like drum and guitar covers and skiing and stuff like that and uh and then i was watching a ton of youtube uh vloggers like casey neistat peter Uh mckinnon and like guys who are fucking like at the top like doing the best shit Mm -hmm. and my channel started as a vlog channel Mm -hmm. and then i would review something in a vlog and that would gain traction because it's searchable so then i would do some more review videos right and then once it grew to a point where i had a decent audience they were all just like dude do whatever you want i'm like cool because i got a million fucking hobbies so get ready for it and then my channel now, just Talent Sai, is just a mash of everything, like from yeah. phone reviews to used to be gun reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I just had this mash of shit. And then when YouTube started cracking down, like yeah. the adpocalypse, which was, I guess, like two yeah. years ago yeah. now. Yeah, um, almost three. That's when I started to diversify into different channels, which uh-huh. I don't personally like. Yeah. I would much rather keep everything in one. Yeah. It's um, a lot easier doing it that way. Yeah. So like Sunday Gunday is my other channel, which is just firearm stuff now. Uh-huh. And it like my, my, what, what I want to do is just make whatever I want, uh-huh. which is on my main channel. Yeah. And 
I'm going to continue doing that. So then Sunday Gunday falls to the wayside and then everyone's pissed. They're like, oh, fucking make gun videos. I'm like, yeah, like I want to and I I still will, but getting guns and ammo right now is difficult, whatever. I guess it's just excuses and I could do it. But people don't understand the work that goes into it to uh-huh. like stay consistent across multiple channels right. too. And then you know I've dealt with a lot with with um, with YouTube and demonetization and, and things like that too. And I think the biggest thing, especially with like uh, Sunday Gun Day or something like that, is you also have this black cloud in the back of your head. Like, well, if I do it this way, I need to. You, you're always. It's like you got a shadow over you telling you how to do your video because you think you yep. know, you know you want it to get monetized. Or then even if you don't care, you're like, well. If I do it this way, and let's say I don't even monetize it, is YouTube going to suppress it because it's this way? Most likely. Because I said this. I I don't want to get a channel strike. It's like walking on eggshells. It's like... I've had... I've almost lost my channel like six times now. Because of tobacco-related stuff? Yeah, because of tobacco-related stuff or or, um, like for when... Uh, I'm not even a vapor, but like when vaping got me, yeah. I would do, because none of my videos have ever been like true reviews. They've always just been kind of like a video you can watch for 10 to 15 minutes that's like entertaining the whole way out with skits yeah. in the middle and, and, and stuff like that and just trying to create some comedy and, and, and funny uh, moments for people. But even when, I were, when the vape stuff got big and I was kind of doing these videos to make fun of it, it was like those videos blew up and so i just kept doing them but then that's when everything started cracking down on that and then from all of those videos that i made that did super well you know they all got taken down and then taken down completely yeah taken down um and then like some of them stayed up and then i'm i'm at the point where i'm like well should i private this because the it happened to these you know do i think that yeah you know so i went through that same thing with all the gun stuff like I, i just filmed a edc update video like stuff that i carry with me like my bag and everything yeah and my channel was demonetized in October of 2019, which mm-hmm. is when I deleted like 26 million views worth of videos, like yeah. 100 videos, mm-hmm. put them on the new channel, got the main channel remonetized. And then just like two months ago, my channel got demonetized again, mm-hmm. wrongfully, because I still had flags on my channel. Yeah. I, I can talk to you about all that stuff off camera, but yeah. um, I forget what I was getting at there. Oh. So I was going through my videos again after the second demonetization and I'm like, what am I like, do I take off this pistol light review? Yeah. And then when I was filming that EDC video yesterday, I'm like, I'm just going to show my gun. Like, yeah. like I try, I know you show guns in your videos too. Cause mm-hmm. I just watched like the recent one with yeah. your DCA pistol mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm just like, this is the thing that I carry with me. Yeah. This is what it looks like. And that's it. It's All just, right. a, it's a, it's a part of our lives, yeah. which sucks because um, like my channel is just lifestyle, like whatever I'm interested in and mm-hmm. guns have been a part of my life forever, which I know, I guess you too. Yeah. W- when you were moving around as a kid, was it for military? No. Uh, my dad was a contractor. He was a builder. Okay. And so, so kind of just chasing work. Gotcha. So okay. I was born in Florida and then we moved to, uh, Branson, Missouri, which is like s- Southern point of Missouri on the Arkansas border. That's where Table Rock Lake is good fishing around there and stuff. Okay. So grew up in the backwoods, just you know, running I mean, around naked in the woods with yeah. my brothers. And then guns are just there. It's just yeah. a part of it. Yeah. It's, I mean, we, they, we had a dude growing weed to our, to our right and a dude stealing moonshine to our left. <laughs> yeah. It was just like the lifestyle. Freedom, and, baby. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and then we moved, um, to Colorado when I was, uh, 10 or 11. And, um, you've been here since. And that, well, I, once I graduated, I graduated when I was 17 and then I moved around. That's when I really moved around. So I moved, uh, I moved back to Florida for about a year. Okay. And then, cause I really loved Florida 
um, when I was a little bit younger. And then now I'm like, oh my gosh, it's it's so hot, humid, and humid man. And, and all that. <laughs> I love the I, I I love the outdoors, obviously fishing and hunting. So Florida's great for fishing, yep. especially saltwater, which I love. And then um, and then that from there I got a job in Alaska, and I moved to Alaska. Was up there oh, for that's two years. Right. Yep. So I moved up there. And Did you go up there to guide or fish or like what were you? I uh, got a mean? job. The first year was um, set net for salmon. So okay. Uh, there's all different types of it's commercial fishing. So um, the first year I was up there was set netting, which was you know you're basically you're staying on land, but you're you have these skiffs that you, you these aluminum skiffs that you take out and you have certain nets and and buoys that you you hook the nets to. It's all okay. by hand. Um, and then there's purse signers and there's gill net boats. The second year I went on the Bering Sea. First year I was in the Cook Inlet, which is like underneath the tail of Alaska. Okay. So I was there the first year. And then, um, kind of, I got into that network cause I was kind of one of those kids where, you know, I was, it wasn't even 21 yet. And I was just like, I would just work hard and shut my mouth. I wouldn't talk, mm-hmm. you know, and people up in Alaska are a lot harder, uh, up there. Just I can, up I there. can imagine that's one, one of the two States that I haven't been to yet. I haven't been to Hawaii yet either, but wow. you haven't been to Alaska. No, I oh, was wow, gonna, I mean, I, I just basically like wrapped up the lower 48 States in my mm-hmm. van and that was going to happen this summer, but yeah. were you going to drive through BC? Yeah, I was going yeah. to. So, and I cool heard, drive. I think, I think it might be August 9th. They're, reopening the border so you can pass through like okay. with less restriction uh-huh. compared to all the covid bullshit yeah so the plan i think for now will be next summer i'm gonna head up there that'd but. be awesome you should go in um you should try to plan it for like mid-june okay um, that's what i was thinking end of june or something like that that's when the salmon run hits okay and if you can get it and i got a couple buddies that still work up there maybe i can hook you up with them but it would be awesome to see you you know, catch a king salmon or hell or yeah like dude that. cook it in the van that'd be yeah, rad it would be sweet have you been to prudhoe bay or dead horse when you're up there do no. you go all the way to the arctic nope have you been to the arctic uh-uh. okay no i did not go i was supposed to go to um on a caribou hunt uh three or four years ago and we were going to fly into Fairbanks and then drive all the way up into, uh, what is that area called? I you, Your guess it's, is good. You could make it up, and I'd be like, yep, oh, yeah, yeah, that sounds yeah. right. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even remember what it's called, but we were supposed to do that about three or four years ago, and then um, it got it got canceled. But, um, yeah, I love it. I, I, I could go up there, and I used to go up every year. I think that I, two years ago I went to um, – which is a beautiful place, Ketchikan, which is kind of on the um, the curve, you know, north of Washington. Okay. Um, you know, to your right is, is BC. But yep. uh, Ketchikan is beautiful. It's very green there, uh, you know, right off the coast. And then um, and then we went to somewhere near Prince, I think it's Prince Edward Island. Um, we did some fishing around there. Awesome. You're just taking boats from everywhere. You, you fly yeah. in on float planes, and um, it's it's beautiful if, if anybody loves fishing you know it's alaska's like the end all be all for for that yeah dude i i, I can't wait to get up there because yeah. like i've experienced the expansive parts of the u.s yeah. like the lower 48 but uh-huh. up there i i already know it's just completely different what's your favorite state that you've been to utah utah oh yeah utah's beautiful hands down like Have you ski you said you ski yeah that's yeah. awesome i uh the, that rack of skis over there they're they're called ski boards so yeah. there's like a ton of them right there. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, I got skis over here too, but uh, I ride for that company, which is um, like my pro model board is on top there, and that is this whole arm tattoo. So I got the whole graphic tattooed on here. So that's a ski. 
Yeah, it's a ski board. So they're shorter and fatter. They're symmetrical. Like kind of like those old trick skis. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's what people would call them. Ah. Um, but yeah, I, I've been doing that for a while, and that's that's why I love Colorado because there's so much awesome shit you can do between skiing, mountain biking, hiking, just yeah. outdoors in general. Yeah. But Utah, dude, is like another fucking and, world. And the snow in Utah the snow. is so much better. Like yeah. you can feel it. I know. Well, a lot of people might not. You know, a lot of you guys might live in the south and you've never even seen snow. But yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> but when it comes to like, I've been snowboarding since I was eight, and the first time I went to um, I went for a outdoor show, outdoor expo three or four years ago. And I went to Park City and Alta. Is it Alta? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, is Alta in Utah or is that Colorado? I think it's in Utah. I think it was Alta. That's where uh, Chad's Gap is. Like a famous yeah. uh, ski, like off piss. Yeah. Whatever. But but anyways, I, I, I go down there and... and the snow just feeling and i had been snowboarding in colorado that the week before and then i hit utah snow and it insane it's how like much super different dry it is. right it's well utah because they have the i i don't know for a fact i'm not a scientist or anything but because they have all those lakes and you're in like a bowl you know the air quality in salt lake is horrible because you're literally like in a bowl when okay. you're driving into salt lake city you know how you see it's like in a giant bowl yeah now that you mention that that i, I never like picked up on that before but yeah. i think you're right you, yeah it's like smog just kind of like sits in there right. a little bit yeah it doesn't it doesn't have like any room to escape yeah but um so th- i think salt lake is like the poorest air quality in the u.s honestly really? it might even be worse than la really I, i'm 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 not 100 percent on that but it's really bad air quality. damn I, yeah i wasn't aware of that yeah but um but the snow there because of all the lakes and the moisture and, and all that i i'm pretty sure it makes it it's just i don't know it just feels so much better yeah i i haven't done much riding out there but I mean, it's close enough now that I could totally do it. Yeah, I mean, what soon. is it, six and a half hours from here? Probably. You can get to Salt Lake? Yeah. So it's not too bad at all. Yeah, and uh, so I think my favorite place would be like Lake Tahoe. Have you been up there? I have not. Dude, I have not yet. That is beautiful. Just the lake in general for yeah. like summer activities and mountain biking. Yeah. Um, And then like, dude, the the mountains around there are just fucking awesome. Re- it's really expensive, but. I'd love to go up to Canada too. There's a lot of beautiful places in Canada you can yep. go. Um, went almost had a, uh, you know, there's even places on the East coast in like West Virginia. I lived in Kentucky for four or three and a half years. Okay. And so, uh, I had my brother out there living with me for a while and we wanted to take a trip up to, uh, West Virginia. There's some places there in Vermont. Dude, I love West Virginia. It's such an do. underrated state. It is. Just like you, it, the state looks small, but you want to go an hour away as a bird flies and it takes you yeah. three hours. Cause it's just like fucking Appalachian, like, yep switchbacks and canyons or not canyons but like valleys and Uh yeah Yeah, i I love it i uh it's kind of like you now you're kind of like a rambler and that's exactly like i've made a song about it because i was like man i just feel i for a long time i couldn't stop traveling like i was just i wanted to just keep going and i would drive everywhere and uh i would just i would be all over the place and and when i was living in kentucky i think i was gone like every other week I was driving somewhere and yeah. and uh, and doing it, but but the America or North America, the lower forty eight in general. There's so many things to do. Yeah. Like I, I love, I tell my wife all the time because my wife hasn't, tra- hasn't traveled like I have, mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, I got to take you to Kentucky to see this, and you know, see like what they call it bluegrass because it's so green, it looks blue. You yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we don't really get that much here. In nah, lo- lots of rocks. Yeah, <laughs> which yep. is okay. Yeah. L- less to mow. Yep. But yeah, it's um. 
there's a lot of cool places out there, man. But you yeah, say man. Utah is probably your favorite. Yeah, Utah. Utah's just just awesome. for the landscape, man. Like I've been on so many awesome adventures, specifically in Moab, mm-hmm. and I just love like that red slick rock. It, yeah. It's just such a cool area because there's yeah. nothing else like that in America. I know. You go further south, like Arizona, some New Mexico. There, there's some stuff similar in Nevada yeah. too, but Utah is just like the mecca for yeah. outdoor shit, man. Definitely. It's so cool. I know New Mexico. A lot of people don't think about it either. Yeah, I I had a good time in New Mexico. I went to Roswell to nerd out on alien shit, and then I went to, like, the National Bandolier Park. Yeah, and you come, like, north New Mexico where it hits Colorado. It's, it's like, the mountains. You know, you actually get mountains. You know, a lot of people don't know that the Rocky Mountains go, like, you know, all the way up to Alaska. You know, they they come all the way down to New Mexico and, you know, and keep going. And so it's, yeah, it's it's crazy there. Have you been to the White Sands uh, National Park? Yeah, here? Uh, no, is that White Sands. It sounds familiar. White Sands is in New Mexico. Is it? Yeah, it's it's not as big as the Great Sand Dune National Park in uh-huh. Colorado, but Which it's, I've been there. Yeah. yeah, fucking awesome. I've been there a bunch of times. Yeah, um, but it's it's probably it's bigger like area wise, uh-huh. but the dunes aren't as big. But it's all white sand, so gotcha. it's just like screaming hot, and yeah. it's it's really cool. Yeah, super quiet. Really, because it's so far away from everything, and the sand oh, yeah. just like dampens everything. Right. So that's a cool place. Yeah, I think uh, I don't think I've been there, or I might have when I was a kid, but I think my brother actually went there a couple years ago, and that's why I'm thinking of that name. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, before we keep going, we got to talk about Hoist. You're drinking one right now. Drinking one, this peach mango. It's good. Yeah, that's probably my favorite in the bottle. So shout out to Hoist, they're a sponsor of uh, the podcast and everything that I'm doing right now. So they make Hoist in bottles like that, and they also make it in these powder pouches right here. I'm actually gonna have one of these because this is my favorite. And it's just a drink in a pouch. basically. Yeah. So it's a military hydration powder, trusted by Americans, elite war fighters. So they made it for the military a while ago, and now they're selling it to the civilian market. So it's what they use to, here, I'll just read the back of the packaging. Um, Military hydration powder, hydration solution trusted by the United States Armed Forces. It offers a rehydrating electrolyte blend of sodium, potassium, magnesium, calcium to support those who fight for excellence. We're fighting every day, baby. We are. Fighting the good fight. Um, It's great for hangovers. I bet. Yeah, IV level we're, hydration. I'm down with that. Yeah, we're not drinking right now, but it's uh, it's great for that. If you guys want to check it out, go to Hoist, drinkhoist.com slash TalentSci, and uh, let me know what you guys think. For the powders, man, the fruit punch is my favorite. It tastes like, uh, I guess, like Hawaiian punch, kind of. Yeah. Super good, though. I like, uh, I've been into the fruit punch lately. Yeah, so th- this is what you do. If you're watching on YouTube, which you should be, you literally just dump it in 16 to 20 ounces of water and mix it up. Give her a shake. And I'll be good and hydrated for if uh, whiskey starts flowing later. Yes, sir. You never know. Stuff tastes good, too. I like it. Yeah, man. Cool. Um, so back to YouTube. What what do you tell people who they meet you? You're like, what's up? I'm outlaw. Oh, what do you do? I'm a YouTuber. Uh-huh. What do you do on YouTube? Do you have – do you tailor what you tell people – based off of the conversation you've already had with them or are you just like dip and hunting yeah. and just yeah. whatever? Like, I kind of do. Cause I do, I've uh, done so many different things. Like back in the day, it was just like, I was just your typical YouTuber and filming every day and just vlogging yep. what I was doing, especially with traveling all the time. You always had content. Yeah. And plus sure. like the, the type of videos on now everybody's, Everybody, you can find so many travel YouTubers where it's almost like that. 
remember when the travel YouTuber boom was big in like yeah. 2012, 13, 14, you know? I missed on that because that's all I do right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but, you know, that was when it was huge. And now when you do it, it's like, well, I've seen this. And, and right. there's always new people coming in and seeing it. But it's, um, so I used to do that. And that's what I would tell people back in the day. I was like, oh, I just, you know, I just film my life, mm-hmm. you know? And so they're like, wow, that's cool. And for a lot of people telling yourself, telling people that you're a YouTuber back in, those times was like, like what, what? <laughs> you're a you film your life people care yeah. you know who who are you yeah exactly and um and i would always just tell you know i'm like well you know some people they just like to watch other you know and some and put themselves in other people's shoes yeah for 10 minutes or whatever it is and um and now i do so many different things especially with dip and and all that because that's you know i have a company now that that i do that stuff and 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 that's kind of how it it's I was always doing something around dip because at the beginning, if I had a, if I had a dip in, in a video and I was, it wasn't even about dip. If it was just, if I was hunting or fishing, people would ask about the it. The only thing people cared about in the comment section was what are you dipping, man? <laughs> and so I was like, well, I guess there's like a market for this. And, yeah. and I knew, uh, I don't know what it was, but I was always big into it. Like the history of tobacco, um, a dip in general stuff over from Sweden, the snooze, mm-hmm. um, how it came to America, the process of, uh, you know, fermenting it and, and fire cured and, and all this stuff, especially being from the South and, and like, and, and, and like, especially when I lived in Kentucky being around like mail, par- mail pouch barns and all these old chewing tobacco, um, companies and just like the nostalgia that I was really interested in. And so, um, and so I started making videos completely on that because I knew, I feel like I'm probably, even though it sounds weird, but I, I probably know more about dip than anybody else. Yeah. So I'm like, and it, it, not just like about one certain subject, but as a whole, like all these different companies and how they started and how it became this and whatever. So, yeah. um, so I started making videos on it. People were interested and, uh, you know, a small portion of people, but, but it, became kind of my job to just like be the dip guy you just know the chancellor of chew the chancellor the, of chew the, the, the is sold the snooze yeah and 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 from there i kind of created like um the, as far as the entertainment aspect goes you know like i said i don't really do too many like actual reviews you know i'm like wow this is good oh it's juicy or or whatever but yeah. creating the the um the skits and thing and the sketches of certain products or, or whatever that, that people were interested in. And they were like, you know, okay, I'm a dipper of this product and this guy makes me like proud to dip it. Or this guy, okay. uh, he gives me more information on it. And, and it's like, it, it almost became like a culture thing with, uh, cause most of my audience was, was from the South. It was like that Southern culture. Mm-hmm. You know, we like trucks and, and hunting. dip and hunting and yeah, fishing yeah. and stuff. So that's kind of how my channel progressed. Um, into that and into, uh, I mean kind of what it is today now yeah yeah and now I'm just kind of doing whatever as far as whatever I feel like doing yeah. you know because I've, I've been burnt out so many times doing YouTube stuff where I've I'm like at the end of the day you just got to do what you you want to do what's going to make you happy this is about to be a long podcast why's that because I've never dipped like any kind of tobacco yeah um do you want to try it yeah, that, 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 that's <laughs> what I, that's what I was gonna get at. I got I got some it, some new Outlaw Wintergreen with me too. Yeah, so so tell tell us about your company. So Outlaw, let, yeah, let me see this actually. Yeah, it's got so, a Lucky Lipper label on it, but Lucky Lipper. So Outlaw, so this is Wintergreen. Wintergreen's a new one. You just released a new mint one too. Yep, I got that in the truck. I can grab that too. Pack, dip, spit, enjoy. Yep. So uh, I I learned a little bit about this just the other week when when we first hung out, but mm-hmm. um. 
it t- tell us about the product, I guess, because this is not actually tobacco. Yeah, it's non-tobacco. Which I was like, because thinking about like putting long cut cope in my mouth, I'm like, uh-huh. oh man, like I'm, it's not. Uh, I, yeah. I, I I didn't smoke. Like I'm not interested in that. But this is tea leaves, right? Yeah. So um, when when it came to um, you know, I was this whole dip community thing. I started seeing all of these uh, companies come to me, and they were like, hey. Uh, you know, we want you to do something on our product and stuff. And I would, and, and whenever I would get their product, I'm like, man, this is not good on a lot of companies. I'm like, you know, when it's a tobacco free, you know, they're trying to promote these things as like a tobacco free brand to get you off tobacco or something like that. And I'm like, man, I feel like I could do such a better job. And so, um, I think it's about five, six years ago. Now I hooked up with, um, with a company, tough guy, chew, and we hooked up. I hooked up with them because I felt like they had the best flavors and all that stuff. And they were a very, very small company um, okay. at the very beginning. And uh, and then when we released the Outlaw brand with them, it outsold like everything. Obviously, we had the YouTube channel behind us and social yep. media and stuff, and it started doing really well. And we started getting a big following. And but the biggest thing was like, wow, this is tobacco free. Like, holy crap, this is a lot better than all the other stuff out there, which you can get in a plastic can at a gas station that's been sitting there for six months. Yeah, and what, what's the significance of that? Because uh, I guess using something like tea leaves as opposed to tobacco. You still have nicotine in there, mm-hmm. so that's yeah, that's so, what people are dipping for. But you remove a lot of carcinogens. Yeah, uh, yeah, because 100%. it's one hundred percent organic. I mean, the the when you're talking about tobacco, there's there's carcinogens and fungicides, and mm-hmm. there's so many different things in it. And then obviously the um, cancerous effects, which I've done videos and stuff before. Which you know, I, I'm not a doctor by any means, but it's really hard to find in history people that have actually gotten cancer from from dip. You know, mm-hmm. there's people that are like, oh, my grandpa got got cancer cancer from dip mouth cancer but he also smoked for 40 years before he started dipping (laughs) yeah so that's probably where it came from you know so so it's sort of like like monster i I drink a lot of this stuff i know it's not good for you this one's like low-cal whatever i'm sure there's carcinogens in this but this so this would be like copenhagen or another another brand Mm -hmm. i don't want to talk about anyone badly but this would be like taking caffeine which is the reason i'm drinking this Mm -hmm. to pick me up yeah it'd be like taking caffeine and putting it in something like water or or iced tea something that's not as bad for you as all of these fucking ingredients that are on here exactly yeah Yeah. and and when and the biggest thing for us is is when when you get a tobacco-free company out there excuse me when you get a tobacco-free company out there they're all using things like mint leaf which is a very cheap leaf, but it's easy. It's very similar to tobacco. Mm-hmm. But the issue is, is it's literally mint leaf. So no matter what you flavor it with, it's still going to taste like mint. Still mint, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, I, I wouldn't like that. And you know, I've tried so many different brands that do that, and I'm not a fan. It's uh, And a lot of people, they'll try it one or two times, and then they're just like, yeah, you know, I'm going to go back to dip. Yeah. You, when, you, when you're tobacco-free, you want to get uh, off, of, off of that product. You don't want it to, you want it to actually taste just like, the the product that you've dipped before stuff smells amazing yeah are they like black tea leaves in here uh no it's it's our own proprietary tea leaf blend which took us took us like three years to kind of like source the world and we did so many we we it took us so long to find the perfect leaf Mm -hmm. um to to be able to mimic tobacco but also the most important thing is sucking in that flavor 
so that whenever it you know smells, it lasts a long time and, it and smells like crazy flavorful yeah, yeah. So. and so and you get other companies they use corn silk which is you know you open the can it just looks disgusting it doesn't look appetizing like something you want to put in your leaf or put in your mouth um people use lettuce they i mean there's there's so many different lettuce ty- yeah there's so many different types of things um out there and we still have nicotine in our product it's a tobacco free nicotine too you can get tobacco from tomatoes i mean excuse me uh nicotine from tomatoes so it, it's so, like proper just nicotine 100 percent. just like the free. chemical just mix it in there and, yep 100 yeah. percent lip candy that's awesome we like to call it lip candy because our flavors are when you try like our product you know we have this is our wintergreen this is just an og we came out with because this is a, this is a, a flavor that's in all types of dips that's my favorite dips. flavor of like mint in general yeah so i uh, I'm going to try this before the end of the podcast. Yeah. Just yeah. so you guys can watch me. I'm probably going to like fucking. <laughs> <laughs> It'll probably give you a little bit of an outlaw buzz. Spit it. Uh, gut it. What do you. You, you spit, can. Well, you got a. What is this over this here? Is, this yeah, is, this is a mud you, jug. I brought this on. So you, this you is. You sell like a, those, right? Yeah. Just in case you wanted to. Um, this is the Cryptek. I forget that we just came out with this one. So you're like hydro dipping them. Yep. Different colors and whatever. And, yep. they, and they don't spill. They don't either. spill. So yeah. You, that's, that's wild. I know. So we brought a little. This is like a new age spittoon for you. We don't got to use the brass ones that go. What is this made out of? Um, I don't know. Some kind of some freaking hard, hard plastic. plastic. Yeah, polymer. I don't know. That's cool. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, like the the biggest thing about this is is making it taste just like you know your normal dips. And we have crazy flavors like sweet tea and root beer and yellow blend, which is a pineapple rum. And we got Lucky Lipper, which is a, a like our lemon lime. We've got Georgia Peach. You know all the and we 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 keep coming out with new flavors. And and I think a lot of people like that we come out with flavors that don't don't they want dip companies to make tobacco companies but mm-hmm. but we're doing it in a tobacco free version that's that's better for you we've got non-nicotine coming out soon just um, just for the flavor yeah just for the flavor Sweet. we're gonna add our, our own we're working on it now um like where we're adding in um a caffeine or uh green tea extract or something that is going to you know give you a little bit of a pick-me-up okay so uh we're working on perfecting that right now. I'm drinking this so I can spit into it. So Yeah, well, you can spit in this mud jug if you want. Okay. Brought it for you just in case you wanted to try some dip. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, all right, well, show me. Show me the way. Cause all right, so first got to pack wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. Before, before we do this, when was your first lipper? My first one? I don't remember the year. My very first dip ever. And I used to always – so the first dip I ever took, I think I was like in eighth grade. I think I was in eighth grade. And it was, uh, um, I think Skull Peach just came out, and I and I appealing, yeah, and I had it. We uh, I was I was going to the school at the time, and this kid, she's like, I got this can of Skull, and I was like, what the heck is that, man? And we went out to, uh, we went outside in the parking lot, and we tried it, and it was like we both had it in for like two seconds, and we're like, we spit the whole thing out. We didn't know how to do it, you know. But then, like, when I really tried it for the first time was Copenhagen Original Long Cut. Ooh. And I remember I was watching a NASCAR race. And I had, like, the, <laughs> I chugged my sweet tea, and I was like, I'm going to spit in this mason jar. And uh, and I remember buzzing. I don't remember what I was. I was I definitely wasn't of age. But, like, I was rocking back and forth on just my like, couch. Ooh. Just <laughs> out, of, out of sync, for sure. So, yeah, it's been quite a while. And uh, I've tried all different types of things out there man it's crazy too because like with dip there's so many different types of things there's pouches you know this is a long cut version Mm -hmm. obviously but can you pack a can well i was watching i watch a a few of your videos and i said or you said Uh if you do it more than twice you're playing with it so you're playing with it yeah i'm playing with it (laughs) yeah no no so it's just like like i can snap my finger like that like see if you can do it 
You can do it on the side. So the best thing is just keep your wrist loose. It's hard, man. I'm good at it, yeah. I got to make another tutorial on how to pack a can because a lot of people can't do it. And and just keep your your finger loose and and keep your wrist loose. Like, I don't even snap it. Like, it just just automatically happens because I keep my wrist loose. I'm a fucking noob, guys. You're you're watching it right now. It's like that rap song. Look at the fuck of that wrist. (laughs) Look at the fuck of that wrist. Yeah. So, anyway, then you can pack it on the side. I like to pack it on the side. It gets a little bit better. So, it's packed down. Any more than twice you're playing with it, I I just played with it for (laughs) for an hour. But, and then you, you know, and then now it's packed, right? Okay. So, I'll take a... I'll take a dip with you. And I've right. got a snooze in now. We're actually working on a um, a pouch version, very similar. Is it one of yours? So you're a prototype type no, of thing? Yeah, this one's not a prototype. No, this one's uh, oh, another just, company. Okay, yeah. gotcha. But, um, so when you go to pinch, you know, you, you can go a little bit smaller, but when yeah, you go to pinch, just kind of get, get some shovel. Mm-hmm. Get a shovel in there and yeah. And compact it, it a little like bit that. yeah that's a fucking lot that's a that's, <laughs> a, that's a fat gagger right fat there. fat lipper and then all you got to do and i mean you know i usually say don't pull your lip but you can pull it if you want but but then you just you go straight in the lip just like that you guys are about to hear us like mm. salivating and <laughs> that's the one baby <laughs> dang it's where you, it gives you an accent now yeah it does. Ooh, talk all you're southern. gonna talk southern now boy yeah. right, i'm gonna, gonna give this a try I'm going to put one in, see. You want me to pack it again? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me pack it again for you. And rate my technique. <sighs> I played with it for you. Played with it. Oh, yeah. Be interested to see oh, this, man. It smells so good. Have you had a dip before? Have you ever dipped long cut before? Ever? Mm-mm. This is your first time? Yeah, never. Never Dang, did man. This. All right, yeah. Well, just a little pinch like that. Okay. Sometimes a little pinch might be worse because it gets in there. But, yeah, just – and then the biggest thing – you're not going to be used to it at first because you're, you've never dipped before. When you start dipping a long time, your dip, your lip almost gets like pockets, okay. where it where it kind of keeps it in there for you, right? It um, tastes really good. Yeah, it's like that genuine wintergreen. It almost tastes like a wintergreen lifesaver or something like yeah. that. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. A, yeah, exactly. And like then, a lifesaver. And then you actually. get a little bit of that darkness. I like dark, uh, fire cured feeling things. So this kind of gives you that too. So. Yeah, I thought like uh, like I said, never put one in, but I feel like it would like move around and like get stuck in your teeth, but it kind of like sticks together. That's the whole point of it, I guess. And then you can spit. Can you spit it or you swallow it too? You can swallow it if you want. Okay. I mean, this isn't tobacco. Yeah, obviously, I can't really tell you. Oh yeah, you can gut nicotine, but right, it's, it's probably yeah. probably make you feel sick if you do too much of it. But. Yeah. But I mean, I think you got a decent size pinch. You'll probably feel a little bit of a buzz. All like right. I'm already feeling one a little bit, and I dip all the gosh dang time. A lot of people say, I've been dipping for so long and I can't. I, I don't uh, I don't feel a buzz anymore, and you still do. Like you, you you're just used to it. Yeah, you're just used to it. Just more. like like drinking tolerance. Like yeah. I can fucking drink a lot of whiskey. Yeah, still drunk, but yeah. I might not feel it. Yeah. Might not feel drunk. So. Definitely. Yeah. Cool. All right, I'm gonna keep you guys updated on how this is. Yeah. <laughs> um, in more recent events, what's going on with uh, the wedding video that People Magazine posted? Oh Lord. <laughs> Yeah. I, I saw that on your Instagram, and I was like, dude, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. And then, again, I saw your recent video, and I was like, oh, man. I had no idea that that happened. Yeah, so um, I did a, My brother just got married. My little brother just got married uh, a couple months ago, and or a month ago or so. And so my, his wife hit me up uh, before the wedding and was like, hey, I want you to do this um, – do, do, uh, do a prank on him where on the first look, mm-hmm. which is like when the – they both meet before the wedding and they see each other um 
I, instead of instead of me being in the dress, I want you to be in a dress and then kind of prank him and see his reaction. So you got a white wedding dress yeah, from, from Goodwill. From Goodwill. <laughs> yep. And you so, walked out to the first look with heels on, a bouquet of flowers, and yep. a straight up wedding dress. Yep. And uh, yeah, it didn't uh, it didn't feel very good walking in it. I had the high heels and everything. You almost fell. Almost <laughs> fell. Pulled a Conor McGregor. Almost broke my ankle. I uh, and so then I tap him on the shoulder. He turns around, and my brother's very sentimental, man. Like my brother's like a he's just a good guy, you know. He's not like me where I can just change my attitude like that. He's like he's ready, you know. I seen him for twenty minutes before he this is, thing getting ready, you know. He's like I can't wait to see my wife. I can't worked wait to marry up, her, anxious. You know? Yeah. And so he turns around and he just goes, what the hell? And then everybody starts <laughs> laughing and, you know, he's all over the place. But He was like, I was about to cry and yeah. I see you standing here. <laughs> right. And so me and a bunch of other people, the, the wife's, um, or the, uh, his wife's brother filmed it as well. We all filmed it and a bunch of people uploaded it on TikTok and um, Instagram and all that stuff. And it blew up. You know, I think my TikTok hit like 5 million views, a couple they had like a hundred thousand comments of people laughing and all that stuff. Uh, I might have seen it on TikTok the first time actually. Now that you say that, I've been watching a bunch of that lately. Yeah, and there's a bunch of versions up from different angles with music, without music, yeah. you know, all these different angles. So all of them had a bunch of views. And then um, what happened is uh, a couple of those like companies where they like, hey, give us, give us um, like the rights to it. Yeah, give, not rights, but give us permission. Okay, and we'll get and we'll post it everywhere. Yeah, like they don't own it or anything, but it's like, hey, give us permission and we'll we'll get it all these other people to um do it sure, i don't know whatever. how it works now there's some memes that i mean it's crazy yeah so then like a, a week after that people magazine posted it on their instagram and it just became this like it, i'm like oh that's cool people magazine they didn't tag me or anything but i'm just like at this point i don't even care did people Swear. like send, they were tagging you i'm assuming yeah, yeah, yeah. sending it to you like holy shit, crap yeah. man this is crazy because people magazine you know it's a, i don't know how many followers they have 15 million or something yeah something crazy and so you know the, it had like a quarter million views and 20 minutes and then i go i'm like oh, let's check the comments on this and i'm thinking it's just going to be the same as tiktok and whatever but because you know people magazine is a whole different following the yeah. caption that they put was i mean it's very clearly a joke but that first caption that they put was like come on man yeah like it, i don't even remember with what your was, audience what like that's, yeah yeah i don't know what did it say it was it, like it uh, said, the groom definitely loved the first look yeah or something like that yep yep and um and so, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, are these guys gay? Are they making fun of gay people? You know, everybody always goes to like this, the furthest negative thing when, uh, like, I didn't ever think about filming this and putting it on TikTok. I just wanted to like do it, it something was, funny with my it brother. It wasn't even your idea for the record. It was yeah. the bride's, wasn't right. it? Yeah. She was like, it would be hilarious if you put a dress on and exactly. did this. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and it was done before. It's not like I was the first one to do this. It's been right. done before. She sent me a video of somebody else doing it, and I was like, that would be hilarious. And that one was even funnier because it was like his buddy who was super short and hairy. He's got <laughs> hair. You know, I don't even grow chest hair yet. And, he, and he's got hair hanging out all over the place. And, you know, it's just like a – it's so funny funny how um how i i i thought it would be taken as like oh that's nice you know brothers being brothers and all that stuff and once they even they even changed the caption to brothers you know oh the, his brother pranked him or whatever yeah yeah people still didn't care they thought it was insensitive to trans people they thought it was insen insensitive. insensitive to the gay community and i'm like you know it's never a trans person and it's never a gay person bringing up that this is 
this is un or this is insensitive to right. them. Right. It's always the people who can't even relate. They're straight and yeah. straight males even, right. and they're like, "Oh man, that's fucked up." I in the video I said it's always somebody with colored hair. Yeah, colored. <laughs> <laughs> they got well, like purple hair. Yeah, you, you had a name for them. I forget what the fuck Facebook it was. Karens, like Rainbow Warriors, the Rainbow Warrior like Clan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and like I said in the video, I'm like, dude, I have nothing. I, I don't ever go on gay people's posts or, or trans people's mm. posts and just start, hey, man, they, they, biologically, there can only be two genders. You know, you guys shouldn't be doing this. Not ever would I think about doing that. Not ever. And That's the way people think nowadays. Especially man. when this is, it was never meant to be um, offensive insensitive or, or, or yeah. offensive to anyone. It was just so. funny, like a practical joke. Yeah, you just get a lot of sensitive people on the internet. And me, I get... I've had so much hate over the years where like somebody could say the most ridiculous thing to me in a message. And I still do. Like I, I have the, you know, I get a lot of messages on Instagram. You get the 99 plus requests or whatever in your DMS. I'll click it sometimes and I'll scroll down. And a lot of it's negative. Do I, does it like, do I read them? And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe this. I don't even respond. I don't even care. Yeah. I, I would love to respond to more people, but I found that when I open DMS with people, like especially if they're asking like a gun question, gun mm. gun community like they're they're fucking love the gun community, yeah. but a lot also a lot of like crazy people in there. And then, and then you get the people that are just getting into it too, and they want to know everything. Yeah, so sometimes I like I love helping people out, so I'll answer some of them. But some people take it too far. Like I'm going out of my way for I mean, this sound like I don't want to sound like a dickhead saying this, but like I'm spending like five minutes to type out a thoughtful response to you to help you out. Yeah, and then. Next question, next question, next question, next question. And then I feel bad because if I don't respond, they can see that I fucking read it and this and that. But yeah, yeah, I've been been very desensitized to the hate as well, which Uh I'm sure you even more so than me. Like I remember the first time I got a death threat. It was Uh like maybe a year into starting my YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. And it was, uh, I think I did a video on a Desert Eagle. Yeah. And the dude was like, oh, fucking turn that thing on yourself. If you don't, I'll fucking come find you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I made a video about it, like, just laughing. I'm like, look at this fucking dude. Yeah. Like, just doesn't know me. I'm in the middle. Like, the weirdest whatever. thing about I I remember when, like, Ted Nugent was getting all the, the death threats. Because yeah. they, they found out that he had, like, a, uh, he, had a he, was hunting, he was hunting on his own ranch, you know, and people were like, I'm going to come kill you. This is this is ridiculous. And I'm like, you're, you're, you're getting mad at him for being... Like, I don't know what the word would be, but you're getting mad at him for for not doing the way you think, but then, so you're going to kill him. Yeah. it's It, it makes no sense. Like, because he's killing animals? Yeah. You're like, going to kill him? Or, you know, and he's not even, like, I could understand if he's just, like, killing him and laughing and just leaving him in the field, but, like. Right, but he's fucking eating them yeah. and, like, sharing the hunt and uh-huh. the experience with everyone. Yeah. I got a Ted Nugent story, actually. You we do? were at a NRA show with some buddies of mine in shit where was it i think it was in indianapolis uh-huh. indiana and we're sitting in a hotel lobby everyone's drinking and like there's a lot of like bigger names around there so like everyone who everyone in the youtube space like i'm a small fish in the grand scheme of things but yeah. there's a bunch of other creators there chuck liddell was there oh yeah just because he's like he's friends with a lot of people in the community yeah and uh friend of mine was sitting across the table like just like this we're sitting there having drinks uh-huh. and uh elevators are behind you so there's two of them back there right and we're just hanging out, getting a buzz on, and then elevator doors open, and this dude walks out, and I like went like this, and like looked over his shoulder, and he turns around and looks, and he looks right back at me, and goes, "Look at that Ted Nugent looking motherfucker," and I was like, 
yeah, that's Ted. <laughs> I'm like, that's him right there. Cause he was like there to speak or whatever. Right. And he turns around. He's like, no fucking way. <laughs> Cause he, he had like an alligator uh, hat on and like yep. his typical fucking like blue cut off. Oh everything. yeah. So that was funny. He I, is I never talked to him. You ever, you ever talked to him? Uh-uh. No, yeah. I've been around a lot of people that are, that are friends with them and stuff like that, but no, I never have. Yeah. Dude's wild. Isn't he like a sheriff somewhere too or I'm some sure. shit? Yeah. I think he, you know, he, I don't know if he still has a place in Texas, but he's from Michigan. Okay. He jumps back and forth. Yeah. I think he might just have his place in Michigan, and I don't know. But yeah, he's cool. a he's a freaking legend in in music. But yeah. a lot of people don't even think of him as like a big musician. Cat scratch fever back in the day and all that. Yeah, you, you think of him just as like this polarizing figure that people like to hate. Like as soon as you get into politics, that changes pretty mm-hmm. quickly, especially for a musician. Like you got someone like Arnold Schwarzenegger who became senator mm-hmm. and like no one no one even really thinks about the that governor yeah, yeah. That, that's what you think of you think of fucking terminator and all the movies that he's been in and jesse ventura when he was the mayor of or or no i think he was the governor of, of minnesota you know yeah. jesse ventura was a huge wrestler back in the 60s and 70s okay I mean, he was like the yeah, biggest I dude ever i then, wasn't familiar with that and then he had that show called conspiracy do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he had a show called Conspiracy. He was very Alex Jones-esque, you know. Okay. And he's got that voice where he talks like this. Yeah, you know, Tim Hulk Hogan back shit. in the day. Yeah. yeah. So, it was great. So, speaking of music, you mentioned earlier, and we talked about it last week, too, you're making an album or something. Yeah. What's up with that? Yeah, we. Um, I've done uh, two albums now and released a whole bunch of singles. Country um, albums. Yeah. Well, okay. yeah, one of them, the first one was like a country rap comedy album it's kind of music that you've never you know it's it's like the first album was called backwards badass and it was like a song that i thought up i found this beat it was um like a hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy mixed with like james bond and some banjo in there nice (laughs) and uh and i found this beat and i just rapped over it because i was like man i should do like a rap song to like a country rap song how long ago was that that was uh 2011 so i was like before nelly being on whatever track that was oh like the uh florida georgia line yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was before like country and rap were together and country rap is like an actual genre yeah like there's oh, yeah. a lot of people that do that and so i uh i um i just did it it wasn't even big at the time but when i first started doing it it was more of like some comedy stuff like you know i had like a line in backwards badass it was like um yuppies think it's funny that my cousin is my brother and you know stuff like that where it's just it's kind of like you don't really hear it but once you listen to the lyrics it's kind of like oh this is funny yeah yeah so um and then i've done a bunch of parodies and stuff like that parody the legalities in it are kind of hard to do now so i kind of stopped doing that but i've got another original album and this one i haven't even announced this anywhere yet i'll be announcing it soon but oh this is new yeah fresh fresh what what can you tell can you tell us the name of the album do you even know yet yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the name. I think what we're going with. It's still kind of working, but it's a it's a straight fishing album. Okay. So it's going to be an EP, five songs, um, and my goal is to do a fishing album and a hunting album. Okay. And so, uh, but it's going to be in volumes. So every year I'll continuously come out with new stuff. Um, you know, music is is something. For, I don't consider myself a musician or whatever, but I do feel like I could. Um, I can create things pretty quickly and 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 get them get them out there to where they're entertaining, they're funny, and and, yeah. they, and they actually s- sound decent. So you, you I, playing guitar, or singing? No, nope, just singing, whatever. just, just sing, singing. singing and rapping, and and doing this. This one's more of kind of like a country esque uh, style album, but so you're doing uh, vocals. Yeah, country beats. There's some steel guitar in there, stuff, and uh, 
So I think we're calling this album Fishing Songs Volume 1. Okay. And so it's going to, every every other year, we're going to come out with like a fishing album, and then every other year come out with uh, hunting songs. Hell yeah. Hunting Songs Volume 1 and, and things like that. So Do you have an ETA when um, that might come out? This fishing album, I'm hoping to release it in September. Okay. Mid-September-ish. Uh, the... It's um, coming up quick, man. Yep, it is. <laughs> and we're going to be filming music videos next month for it, uh, which, which my music video guys, they're in Denver, and uh, and they they know my style very well, where it's it's a mixture between being serious in a funny way, mm-hmm. um, almost too serious, where it's it's like, uh, <laughs> you, you know, like you're, you're kind of just shaking tell. your head. Yeah, it's, it's hard to tell, <laughs> yeah. like, what, what's going on. So, uh, which I think just makes the comedy, comedy even funnier. Yeah. So, um, so we're going to be starting to do that and I think it's going to be good, man. Awesome, I'm, uh, man. I'm excited. I'll have to send it to you when it's done. It should be done in here in the next two weeks. Yeah. I'm curious to hear it. Cause I, I listen to a lot of different music. I would mm-hmm. say mainly like metal music yeah. for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a soft spot for, it's more of like a nostalgic feeling for mm-hmm. 90s country oh yeah my dad i, I grew up Joe in Diffie. eastern pennsylvania yeah um like my, i think the first concert i ever went to was brooks and dunn oh yeah which i like vaguely remember because i was so young but yeah. like shit like that i saw the light oh yeah <laughs> so i got yeah. on my spotify i got a, a playlist called boot scooting and it's got like oh, yeah. alan jackson <laughs> and all sorts of like yeah. country music that I, I love i know every fucking word and uh-huh. like people wouldn't think that of me but right i love that shit. that's what i grew up on too man when, I, when we were living in missouri my dad would my dad was big tom petty you know yeah. the police def leppard all that back when music was still good yeah still but, real good but listening to joe diffie and alan jackson george Strait, oh yeah all those guys you know george and Michael now montgomery yeah oh yeah and now I'm big into, um, well, I've always been big into it, but like Outlaw Country, Waylon Jennings, Johnny Cash, Willie okay. Nelson, Chris Christopherson, The Highwaymen, all those, you know. Um, I listen to everything, too. Yeah. It's like every time, like I'm at the gym almost every single day, and I'm and every day it's a new playlist. Yeah. I'm not like one type of thing, I got to play this playlist. I just jump around from things. Yeah, I'll just do like the Spotify fucking like random, like daily mix made for you, yeah. whether it's hip-hop, country, metal, whatever it is, just right. throw it on and whatever. Yeah. Cool, I know, music's crazy now when you're like when you think about Spotify and you can get anything to or Spotify or, or Pandora even because Pandora I guess even more so because they it like generates a playlist for yeah, you or whatever yep. but I mean you listen to something and you're like wow what the hell is this like you know the um like that Viking music like the he, the hue or the the who hu Mm, it's like I, they, I don't know if I heard of that. It's like some Scandinavian metal shit. I know the genre that you're talking yeah. about for sure. And yeah. it's like, dude, this is sweet. You know, and then <laughs> I get into that for like a month and then you, you, know, you find like one or two bands that you really like and you just like listen to it on repeat for yeah. a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty funny. I, I, I heard of a band. I, I really wish I knew the name. I saw them on fucking Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Like it must have been a live show somewhere, but there's this band of a bunch of looks like young kids, mm-hmm. but they're all dressed like in the fucking 70s like zeppelin really got like curly hair playing like like gnarly like it looks like an old school classic like gibson gibson sg Uh and they're playing music that sounds like classic rock really like classic classic rock fucking acdc wow and zeppelin and it's new age yeah and it's like new like just just filmed I, i i gotta i'll see if i can find it i'll send it to you but i heard just like a few clips of it it's definitely its own style because uh-huh. like the the singer's voice doesn't sound like 
any other of the greats that we know. Right. But I heard uh, like a, a few lines from one of the songs. And I was like, holy shit, dude! Like this is this is good fucking yeah. music. And it's original, or is it like, or is it yeah. uh, covers? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was original. I'll, I'll fucking wow. look it up when we're at, when we're done with this. Yeah. But I know, yeah. man. There's so and there's so many different types of genres of music out there now, and and it's crazy. And I like I'm a big fan. The reason why I always kind of steer towards comedy with my music is because I'm a big fan of like Lonely Island and and yeah. uh, <laughs> Little Dicky stuff. And because like when I listen to like a Little Dicky song, it's it's just, there's so much going on mm-hmm. and and it's like you, you you know it sounds good but it's also like you're listening to the lyrics and it's like you're learning he something is fucking amazing dude yeah. Lyr- lyrically mm-hmm. like nuts yeah what's the song you did with uh snoop dog rap rap professional or something oh yeah like rap that? yeah rap professional i think it so was do it like the lyrics in that song mm-hmm. I, I i love little dicky yeah i i fucking called into sway in the morning one time you did yeah and talked to him i, I just got to ask him a question really i feel bad about it because um so I, i've been a little dicky fan for a while i was living in richmond virginia at the time and i would listen to sway 45 every morning on yeah. the way into work and uh yeah i called in and they're like Hey, Sway45, what do you want to say, little Dickie? Sway in the morning. And I was like, I just want to tell him that I'm a fan. I had a question about his last interview when he was on. He did, I don't know if it was like the Five Fingers of Death or what it was, but uh-huh. he was freestyling on there. Is that the one where he absolutely killed it? Uh, the not. I don't think it's the most popular one. I think uh-huh. it was like one of his first times on. Okay. But he had this line, I don't remember it verbatim, but it was something about like sleeping with Michelle Obama. <laughs> oh yeah yeah i do remember something like that yeah i yeah. forget what it was exactly but he the way he worded it like he he wasn't saying like yeah I'm banging her or whatever but it was like he was hinting at it very hard uh-huh. so i they put me through and he's like yo little dicky and i was like yo man big fan um the only question i had was uh i i watched you on sway 45 before i was like what do you mean about that one line with Michelle Obama? <laughs> and immediately, like they 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 hang up the phone call right away because then he starts talking and everything. Right. And I was like, oh fuck, maybe that was a dick thing to do because right. like obviously he's joking and, and I was saying it joking because uh-huh. it was such a funny line. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh, Did he answer it? Yeah, I forget what he he kind of like beat around the bush, yeah. just like ah oh, fucking rapping and it's just like kind of a joke, like whatever. But. Yeah. That's fine. I wonder if I could find that online somewhere. I don't think they put like the phone calls on their clips yeah. or anything like that. That's hilarious. Yeah I, yeah, I I love all that type of stuff, man. There's so many different people out there that do that. You got I found so many other people too. Ninja Sex Party and <laughs> never heard of that one. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a there's a bunch of weird ones out there. But just like the it's it's it sounds good, but at the same time it's enjoyable to listen to. Bo Burnham just came out with a new album or a new Netflix special with yeah, his album I, and that, I love that stuff. I haven't seen that yet, but I've heard it, it's very weird and different, but that yeah. he's always been weird and different. So. Yeah, it's uh and you, Bo Burnham actually started on YouTube. Bo Burnham. Oh yeah. And I and, started around the same exact time like And he, Vine. Yeah. Yep. Were you ever on Vine? Yeah, I did Vine for a little bit. It's always hard to like get cuz when you're fully on YouTube and then you try to like branch off and do Vine or TikTok and all that kind of stuff it's so and most of the stuff I'll post on TikTok gets taken down anyways cuz they're so yeah they're so strict about everything. They're Dude, even more strict than YouTube. I don't know. I I don't follow anyone on TikTok but I watch it pretty frequently cuz it, it reminds me of Vine and I used yeah. to love Vine. Uh-huh. But there's a lot of stuff where the the guidelines are just like looking the other way yeah. cuz there's like some of the shit that I see, uh, I'll click on the comments and then everyone will post like the same thing. Like, oh, TikTok guidelines right now. And then they post the emoji of a blind guy because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like chicks that are like half naked oh, yeah. and people doing like dangerous shit well, and the, whatever. The reason, the reason they let all that stuff go, especially with like the women 
aspect of it. I mean, you go on Instagram and oh, it's yeah. like the, it, you could scroll for days on just half naked ladies. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what in the world is going on? This is allowed, but I get a, I had a video like making fun of vape and it got taken down. And, I, I can't post a picture of a gun. Yeah. I'm like what the fuck? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's crazy, but, um, it's the way the world's going now, man. It's shitty, man. And, and the craziest thing, too, bringing it back to YouTube and advertising and getting videos demonetized and stuff like that, is mm-hmm. there's actual gun companies. There's actual people in our community that are trying to advertise on YouTube. And they won't let them. And they won't even let them. Like, I've seen a couple, like, gun ads every once in a while. Like, on the video I just uploaded, I got a, an ad for, I can't even remember what it was. It was, like, uh, it holds, like, shotgun shells. Okay. Or, or it holds... Um, like a side carrier? Yeah, it's like a side carrier for your gun, and they had the guns in the ad. Huh. And it showed up on my video. So I'm like, mm, yeah. maybe they're starting to, you know, it's like, obviously, they like money. Yeah. Just let these advertisers do what they want to do. And I know it Some all started from, like, a Pepsi ad on an ISIS video or something like that. But, yeah, it's an oh, ISIS yeah. video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, don't allow that stuff to be posted. But if you're talking about, like, oh, we're posting about guns um, in, a, in a safe way. I don't think there's, you know, there's no... And I think it's probably just because they don't understand it. Mm-hmm. You know, the people at YouTube, the people in, 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 in California. Yeah, they, they just have, like, the opposite side screaming about it. Like, oh, my God, can you believe this? That guy was shooting a mm-hmm. pistol or an AR in yeah. this video, whatever. And then YouTube just sees that. They're like, oh, so many people are complaining. We have to do something about it. Right. And, like, yeah. everyone always talks about other platforms. Like, oh, why don't you post on Rumble or bit shoot or whatever all these other platforms are thing we get all the time and it's just like i could but that takes so much time to upload and do descriptions and stuff and they're like you're gonna get 800 views or something for a couple months and then it's going to be a new platform yeah it it just it's just not worth it and like it it sucks because like we were talking about like you're kind of stepping on eggshells to like you you can't completely make a video how you want to make it mm-hmm. because of the policies that are in place. Right. So like, honestly, I don't think I would do anything different with my content. Like there are a few things like shooting machine guns and like blowing stuff up, like on Sunday gun day, I would definitely do more stuff like that and like show people how to properly and safely install gun parts, which yeah. you can't do at all. Right. Like you can't even break a gun down to show someone how to fucking clean it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's shitty, but uh, I, I guess I would do more of that stuff. But other than that, like, I, other like not not the podcast, but I censor my videos. Like, I don't I don't really cuss at all. I know mm-hmm. you you don't really cuss in your videos either. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to, yeah. I feel like I because I, I still do, but it's um, like I said, there's like that black cloud all over you where you where you're kind of just like, yeah. man, I've had to, I've had to change quite a bit my my style over the years because I used to just be wild and crazy and do whatever I wanted yeah. to do and make inappropriate jokes, but now it's like you either offend somebody and most of the time I don't really care. Yeah. If it offends somebody. I mean, I posted that video the other day and I didn't care if it offended anybody, but yeah. but at the end of the day, the only thing I'm focused on at the end of the day it's called YouTube so the person uploading there you're your own boss you're the one doing hundred percent the, the key to life is happiness yep so why would you want to do something that's not going to make you happy for the rest of your life I do like the new self-regulating guides that they put in uh-huh. because if I am shooting a gun or something you can mark that right. so that they know ahead of time yeah it still doesn't work perfectly but yeah. I think that's a, at least a good step to go towards exactly um, I also see, like, I, I get a lot of posts on Instagram. People tag me of, like, their kids watching, like, my van adventure videos mm-hmm. and, like, like young kids. So whenever I see that, I'm like, oh, man, that's so fucking cool. Like, yeah. I, I, my audience is not kids at all. It's, uh-huh. like, 
25 plus right. and then 35 plus mm-hmm. and then 18 to 25 mm-hmm. and then so on. Yeah. Um, but it's so cool to see like younger generations watching the shit that I do. Cause like yeah. I, I am family friendly for sure. And I like uh-huh. I censor myself and I'm not doing anything like crazy dangerous, but yeah. I do it because it's fun for me to film and edit and I do it for the entertainment value. Right. It's like, I'm sharing my life. I'm so fucking stoked that so many people like and comment and watch everything that I do because yeah. I'm just living life like, right. like I can like normally. Exactly. Yeah. So. It's uh it's the new age of entertainment, man. And I think it's going to keep getting crazier and crazier and it's harder to compete now with, you know, you're, it's like you're competing with all these different YouTubers on, on trying to get eyes and all that kind of stuff. But when you're, yeah. when I tell people, it's like, just do what makes you happy because people are going to see that in your character. And if you're not doing what, what, what makes you happy, then they're going to, they're going to know people can sense bullshit from a mile away now. You yep. Know? I, so. I did that specifically with my gun channel. I, like I've, I've done so many gun videos and I've had access to almost every company, every person in the industry that I've ever wanted to collaborate with or talk to or shoot any kind of gun that I wanted to. Mm-hmm. So my last, like, I guess like the last year of me posting videos over there, I'm doing wild shit like that fucking gold Tommy gun over there yeah, in the corner. Yeah, yeah. It's an expensive gun. It's like $3,500. Yeah. But that to me is interesting. It's just like flashy and wild right. and that me making a video on that is way better than picking up a stock sig 365 and shooting it just because people want to see that right i'd be catering to the audience because everyone wants to know my thoughts on guns like that but Mm -hmm. i don't do that because i'm not interested in it yeah and i think that's where a lot of people lose their path going down that because then they start catering to their audience too much yeah that's when they get burnt out or they try to don't like it or they try to be like another youtuber that's doing the same thing yeah, that that's that, that's why I saw success early because there were so many gun channels. Um, top down review, open a gun case, talk about it, maybe yeah. throw a few shooting clips in there. Mm-hmm. And I was vlogging, but I'm into guns, right? So I'm gonna make a gun video like a vlog, throw music in it, exactly. talk talk a little bit, B roll, which not many people were doing. Uh-huh. Shoot the gun with music, come back, talk about my final thoughts, and right. that's it. Yeah, and that's why that channel. Or that's why my main channel started growing a lot mm-hmm. quicker. Right. But yeah, you just gotta. I mean, everyone's standing on shoulders of giants when it comes to YouTube. Yeah. Like yep. you're seeing. Mm, you got dip in my in my. How, how is your dip doing? It's pretty good. Is it? Yeah, I thought I was gonna be like did dizzy. You get a little, did you get? A, yeah, you did, you didn't put too much of a big one in, so it shouldn't yeah. be hitting you too hard. I'll do a bigger one next time. But yeah, dude, this shit's good. Yeah, it's not bad, right? And uh, it's, it's got like, that sweetness to it that that lasts. Yeah, it's not ripping up my lip either. Like I, I was not afraid of, but like I thought, man, maybe it's gonna like fuck up my lip. Well, that's one thing with like if you give somebody Grizzly Wintergreen for the first time, it's you know I call it the Grizz Green Gum Gasher. Oh, because it just it rips feels your like you got lip. a hole in your lip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so our, our stuff's super soft in the lip. Is this um, stuff back in stock yet? I know you guys sold out. Yeah, real win- quick. no Wintergreen. Yeah, Wintergreen's in stock. We okay. have uh, you know, some of our other flavors that you know the flavors outsell these ogs sometimes man they're they're it's like the sweet tea and the the peach are some of our most popular flavors because nobody else well a lot, some people have the peach but yeah. um you know they they go by quick so and you got a uh subscription going on now mm-hmm. you can correct me when i get this part wrong but you can sign up to get your flavor whatever you want delivered to your door like monthly like I get energy drinks delivered to my office because yeah. I go through them so frequently. Yeah, so we have a subscribe and save option now where you can get it weekly, bi-weekly, monthly. And if you sign up for that, you're automatically entered to win 
your old boat. Yep, my bow fishing boat. Bow fishing boat. We've got we're giving away a bow fishing boat. Um, it's kind of our summer giveaway. Okay. So we're giving away that. We got more prizes coming. We've got a custom Gator cooler that we got the Outlaw logo on the top, oh, laser yeah. engraved. Um, we're going to be probably be giving away a grill. We're going to be giving away mud jugs, a whole bunch of stuff. So anybody who signs up to a subscription is automatically entered to win. Dope. We're going to be picking the winners, I think, uh, end of summer, and September 22nd. Outlawdip.com, right? Outlawdip.com. Outlawdip.com. Yes, sir. Yeah. I'll leave links for all this stuff down in the description for you guys who are still listening and want to check that stuff out. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. How about how about the uh, the new building? You're building a new shop. Yep. How's yeah, that going? Slowly but surely, man. And, and what's going to go in there? Like, you got a big fucking pole building. Yeah. It looks so like you could have a lot of fun in there. Like it's a steel building, factory. actually. Yeah, we got... So, we did a... Um, uh, it's 3,500 square feet, so it's seven, or 50 by 70. Uh, I was going to go 60 by 40, but everybody I was talking to that do, does steel building stuff, they're like, hey, just go a little bit bigger than you think, you know, when you because I got mine insulated. So, when you get the insulation and then they're like, you know, it looks a little bit smaller. Yeah. Yep. So... Um, the biggest thing was, you know, I, my property is not flat at all. It's, you know, my, my property is like on a hill. So you so. grade everything like crazy. Yeah. And... A lot of dirt work, a lot of concrete and uh, very expensive. Yeah. A lot dude, more concrete. I, I mean, this is not the time to be building, obviously. Yeah. I know that too. With Thank the, the Lord. House. I don't have to use any wood. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> I guess wood prices have been getting a little bit better, but just, and, and dude, anything like I, I've been looking for a TV for my new house mm-hmm. and like, can't fucking get it anywhere. I know. Like it's microchips crazy. for computers. Outdoor and furniture, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. It's everything's sold out. Time. It seems like, but, um, yeah, so, it's going good. It's almost done. I think within the next, uh, week. Um, oh, damn. It, it should That's be quick. completely everything's done i think the, and then the garage doors get um at the end of next week the garage doors should be getting installed so then hopefully everything will be done within the next week or two and then i can start working on the inside and what are you doing on the inside can you tell that or yeah i think my goal i, I kind of got to see what enclosed and get the lay of the land a little bit i think we're going to build a loft in the back okay and then on top of the loft, I'll be, I have a lot of mounts from hunting over the years. And right now, they're just all shoved in my house. Yeah. Uh, and so it'd be nice to hang them up and do some, like, barn wood on the back yeah. wall and make it look cool. So you'll film in there? And I'll probably stuff. film in there, yeah. yeah. Um, it'll probably be, you know, I still haven't gotten electric hooked up. The power company, I got to run power to the from the pole. And they're like four months out. So yeah, I'm that's like, not surprising. Yeah, so I might be running everything off extension cords for a while. Damn. So, yeah, hopefully, my, get it done before winter because it's we get some gnarly winters out here. Yeah, uh, I don't. You've never met Mike, last sign of defense. Uh-uh. He, he's a really good friend of mine. And when we he was on the podcast, he was talking about building his new place mm-hmm. up in the mountains. And same thing, dude. Like construction delays, hard to find stuff, and like mm-hmm. going through design and all this shit. So he was supposed to finish his house. I think he said in August, and uh-huh. it got pushed way back to like next spring now like after everything thaws out so. yeah i know in my building when i when they started it was supposed to be the the dirt work and concrete was only supposed to take uh three weeks and it took six months six months six months oh my god because you got to do inspections and all this crap yeah, and, yeah. and um you know it was just a mess and then when then you got weather and yep. it would snow in between they started when the snow was kind of just kicking off and then you get snow and then you get rain and then well you can't do anything you gotta let the ground not be wet god damn so it's uh it's a pain 
And that's just a shot. I couldn't imagine building a house right now. Yeah, dude. I, I don't know how the people do it. Yeah. It's crazy. And it's getting big out here, man. Everybody's moving to Colorado, it seems like. Sorry. Yeah. Don't move here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've been in and, out of, in and out of Colorado for, I don't know, three, four years. Yeah. Especially once I got my van, I would come out and visit every summer for mm-hmm. like a couple of weeks. And we got to go skiing or something, man. Yeah, dude. I Where mean, do you, we should, did you shoot your 43X yet? No. You didn't? Okay, no. I thought I saw you on Instagram. Got my shield mags on the way, finally. Nice. I got two of them right right down there. Heck yeah. Good stuff. It took a while. I think we were out for a while. Yeah, dude, we should ski. We should go to the fucking range. Mm-hmm. I can put you on ski boards. Or I know, you, I want to try that. You I'm snowboard, a, I'm a snowboarder, yeah. yeah. I'd like to try that, though. It's That's fun, crazy. man. I got extra boots. I got all the boards and everything. Sweet. I'll show them to you then. What, what pass did you get this year? Uh, Icon, or no, Epic Pass. Oh, you got the Icon. I got the Icon this year. You got year. the Icon. I switch like every other year. Yeah. Um. Because I'll get like sick, like the epic, I'll get sick of Breck and, and Keystone. Yeah. Because I usually on, or A Basin used to be on the epic, now it's on the Icon. Oh, sure. really? Yeah. Well, I, what I mountains to, are on Icon? Icon is Winter Park, Copper, okay. Steamboat. Ooh, Copper is pretty close. Yeah, Copper's close. I Winter like, Park's not too bad. You know, you got to go off I 70 a little bit. Yeah, you got to go off. But uh, I love it because you got Mary Jane on it too. Yeah, which is Jane, fun. Jane's side's fucking dope, and yeah. I, I'm into the terrain park. Like I'm a freestyle skier, yeah. so dude, their dark territory is oh, yeah. fucking sick. Yep, their jump line every year is just insane. Yeah, yeah, and Copper, their um, I their new Woodward is it called? Yeah, yeah. Woodward Park yep. is pretty sweet, and they've got yep. I think two or three set up all over the place, and it's cool because I think they're open throughout the. Yeah, summer. I'm sure they got like skate parks and stuff now yeah, too. Yeah, trampoline. I'm pretty pits. sure they still have snow on their terrain park. Oh, really? Right now they just probably push it all off the mountain at the end yeah, of the season I when think, they have to close. Yeah, and, I'm not 100 percent on that, but yeah, yeah. But I love it, man. And and sometimes I'll, uh, yeah, like I said, I'll switch back and forth between the passes. This year we plan on going to um, Steamboat for a big trip with a bunch of friends and okay. family. I never I never rode at Steamboat. It's fun. Yeah, Steamboat's yeah. cool because it's not too high up like you you go through i go through silverthorn and yep. then i go back down and it's kind of like you're going through a tundra you know and you're going up north more yeah, it's just flat it's, yeah, yeah it's cool yeah i gotta get out there too there i mean there's so many places in colorado that i haven't explored yet like mm-hmm. the place i was telling you about last weekend yeah. up in uh walden yeah i think it's walden near there in golden uh-huh. or not golden gold. gold yeah gold colorado yeah yeah man we gotta do that um i I got an Epic Pass because with I had it last year because I can ride most of the Lake Tahoe mountains uh-huh. like North Star, Heavenly, Kirkwood, Sierra. Right. I think Squaw might even be on there, but uh-huh. all those mountains are on that pass. So yeah. I do a trip have out you, there do, every year. Have you been to Japan? No. I would love to snowboard Japan. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh, it's like a life. My brothers and I, right before uh, Corona, um, we were going to go to uh, Japan and do uh, snowboard mm-hmm. okay yeah because my brother snowboard too and we've always like watched japan snowboarding videos and the powder's insane and they get yep. like four feet of snow and you know it's insanity. ski skiboarding is a small sport um but i haven't i don't think i've ever seen anybody on those so i i mean i can give you a background of it i don't know if anyone even cares to hear this but um skiboarding was in the x games before twin tip skis like this were really like, true freestyle skiing yeah wow. so companies like line who's still in the game today and canon they were making ski boards first. Okay. Solomon released Snowblades, which are like a foam core crappy knockoff of ski boards. Okay. And they like flooded the market with them. And 
I, I guess it was mainly because of that the pro circuit fell off and mm-hmm. every like the main manufacturers like line switched to making symmetrical twin tips like this okay and then that took over so skiboarding wow. kind of died it's kind of like hated on yeah it's like uh i just got a 50 cc scooter uh-huh. the other day yeah. like, for my birthday and it's like scooters are kind of frowned upon in the motorcycle community but right. at the same time if you love two-wheeled motorized vehicles like uh-huh. it's still fucking cool yeah like it's fun to dick around on or whatever right, right. so that's the mentality that i have when i'm skateboarding like it's so fucking fun because yeah. they're short and maneuverable uh-huh. but the community is like almost next to nothing now Do you, you don't use poles no poles nope so can you get pretty fast on those things oh yeah uh we had a top speed run in where were we it might have been in uh, Kirkwood in Lake Tahoe, eighty one. Just eighty. You went eighty one. Yeah. Well, I was filming it. My my friend had the GPS in his pocket. Yeah. But like, oh my god, like cruising like normally, easily doing like sixty. Holy crap! Yeah. So god. they're they're no joke. They're fun. I'll show you some videos and stuff. Then I too. uh I was probably the fat. I don't know how fast I was actually going. I didn't measure it, but I broke my collarbone um, at Loveland. Oh, when shit. I was 13 or something, I hit my aunt. We were on like a family Snowboarding? Trip. Yeah, and I was going over the hill, and I was at least going 40 miles an hour. I was flying, and she uh, she was sitting like right on the other edge of this this uh, ledge, and I came couldn't flying over her. the top, couldn't see her, and right when I seen her, like the tip of her head, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> and I go to stop, and I hit her, and, and she was completely fine, and I flew like 60 yards or something like that and landed on my collarbone broke. It was so bad that the... I guess there was a ski patrol guy. I don't remember much of it. I blacked out. He saw it. But he saw it. He was on the lift right over us, and he jumped off the lift. Oh, no way. Yeah. Crazy. Damn. Yeah, I have a video of same thing happened. We were just, like, doing kind of a speed run and blind knuckle like that, and there's a bunch of, like, gapers just laying there. Uh-huh. And I the video's on my channel, actually. We just sailed right over. I think it was a chick, like, laying there on a snowboard. Uh-huh. It was right over top of her. There, there was no stopping us. Yeah. We just kind of, like, picked up our feet. Uh-huh. landed and got to the bottom of the hill and we're like holy fuck yeah. we're just like screaming like that was great like what are you doing right. laying on a double black like in the middle of the mountain yeah i well it's probably somebody who took the wrong you know that when you get into skiing and snowboarding i, I, I can't express this enough to people don't take the wrong trail don't take the wrong trail and just know where you're going like be yeah. with somebody who at least knows what they're doing for sure and it's and i get it i've trained a lot of people to like snowboard even my wife and my wife's getting better now but like it's hard to like train newbies coming into it because it's so different than anybody like i had my cousin come from florida and he's like oh i wakeboard all the time i'll be good yeah i'm like dude it's nothing like wakeboarding. <laughs> trust me your feet are strapped in in the same manner but that's it yeah yep and sometimes you know it depends on the person but skiing seems to be a little bit easier to learn for, for a lot of people because your you, feet are separate yeah your feet are separate yeah and snowboarding you get so sore so quick because your your calves and sometimes uh most people if they're right-handed, it's hard for them. It's They stay on their heels. Yeah, it's so hard they, to go toe side. Yeah, they cause... don't go toe side because it feels weird to them. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. So, uh, so it's 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 a harder thing to get into, but once you get into it and you start learning, you're like, damn, I love this. Yeah. Yeah, it's super fun. Yeah, I've been skiing for a while, and it's something I'll, I'll always continue to do. Yeah. More like more backcountry stuff, I think, like going forward, because I've I got two pretty gnarly concussions before, one uh-huh. at Keystone, one back in Pennsylvania. Yeah like broke two helmets each of those times luckily everything on groomers uh one was in a park i i was really young and i was learning double backflips just like straight hucking and it was a little tabletop like 25 footer Uh i have a video of it on like an old fucking like flip phone somewhere yeah 
and I was just hucking, hucking to win. Yeah. And I stayed tucked. And then by the time I hit the ground, I was just spinning so back. fast that I think my feet hit first, but I was just spinning so fast. So I fast didn't open kick. up. Yeah. yeah. I just slid out and bam. Ugh. And then I woke up in the shower 45 minutes away at my parents' house. And I walk wow. out and all my friends are in the living room and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like what happened? Yeah. It's uh, it's gnarly, man. Especially, and you can get hair hurt on groomers, man. Like if they groom that stuff, it gets hard. Yeah. Snowboarding in Utah, man. Yeah. It's softer. We gotta do that sometime. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, I'm getting low battery warnings on my recorder, so yeah. We're gonna wrap it up, but uh, it's a good time, man. Yeah, dude. Thanks for coming out. Thanks uh, for having me. Wh- on. What else should we plug? We got Outlaw Dip. If you guys want to try this stuff out, I I didn't have any expectations for it. I kind of thought maybe I wouldn't like it, but it's it's nice. Yeah, yeah we're working on pouches now, so if people that don't like the long cut, they can they can do the pouches. Working, working on, on pouches. Working on a whole bunch of other stuff, man. Find your YouTube, youtube.com slash outlaw. Yep, outlaw. Instagram, all the same. Yeah, Jer- uh, Jared Outlaw on Instagram. And Jared Outlaw. Twi- I don't use Twitter anymore, really, but... Cool, man. And yeah. uh, and then the country album coming out, yep, hopefully coming in September. Out, coming out, if you like fishing, hunting, outdoors, you like music in general that's that's funny you'll you'll enjoy this album i think oh yeah man well thanks for coming on appreciate and you we'll man. do this again sometime soon yes sir if you guys are new here rate us download us wherever you're listening subscribe comment all that good stuff thanks for listening talk to you next.